Hey, board gamers. BJ from Board Game Gumbo here. Back in the gumbo pot. Back in the gumbo pot. Hey, we got DJ Bell and Jay. You just got back from? PAX Unplugged 2022. The warmest city in America, I hear. You know, it actually wasn't as bad as I expected. I mean, coming back from the UK to Louisiana and then knowing that it was going to be like 30 degrees in, in Philly. Right. I wasn't... I, Isn't I that like negative 50 in Celsius or something like that? <laughs> it's not that cold. But I like I couldn't remember like what level of layering I should do at 30 degrees. So I was like trying to figure it out as I was there each day. And it, it worked out. It wasn't cold. I wasn't outside much though. So, yeah. It's not just me and you tonight. No. And we've got some great games, but I do want to talk about Paxton Clark. Mm -hmm. But we also have Adam the Austin. Adam the Austin here. And the Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Bradley's get a special here. introduction. Bradley's here in the corner. Uh, so if you guys have any questions for Jay, mm -hmm. Jay, walk us through day one. Yeah. Well, was, this actually, a, was this a business venture for you, business meeting? Because you know, you know, yeah, you know, you were with Panda. Yep, Panda or was this for a personal or a little bit of both? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. So I'll actually start you with day zero because I got there um, on Thursday. And, that, you know, it's typical fashion. You try to get there a little bit early so that you're not arriving on the first day of PAX. You're already ready to go that Friday morning. Right. Uh, so on Thursday, I got there and I met up with Carla and a couple people. Carla Copter Weird Giraffe? Yeah, from the Weird Giraffe games team. I could have gotten you to bring those games back to sure. Yeah, we, we've had Carla's games since last BGG Con. Carla? Sorry, it's only been a year. <laughs> yeah, um, she is actually out in uh, Massachusetts right now at a board game designer retreat oh, with okay. a couple of different people that I'll mention. Um, but I got to meet her, or I got to catch up with her on Thursday, and um, Aaron from Game Enthuse oh, yeah. also met yeah. up with us. Uh, I'd like to have him on the show one of these He days, so. is, I, I learned this weekend, Aaron is extremely funny. But like in a quippy response sort Absolutely. of situation, yeah. Um, you watch his videos? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of Aaron's video style. I told him actually when I was there, he likes to. Um, so it's usually just him and his video. But when he's setting up a game, he usually sets up like a two or three player situation, mm -hmm. and he just grabs random things. So like the remote control will be playing like a coffee pot, ah. or <laughs> and it's 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 just hilarious. Um, so we played Calico. Hey, look who's checking in. Oh, there he is. We, uh, we're, the, one of the games we're playing tonight, I don't know if we're going to get to play it though, right? I guess not. Uh, Wait, is this Topher? Yeah, it's no, Topher. it's Topher. So it's I was Topher. thinking that was Evan. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, that's Topher. So Topher, thank you again. We are going to be playing Aquatica Cold Waters, thanks to uh, my Secret Santa, who mm -hmm. will remain nameless. Yeah, <laughs> Topher. No one knows who your Secret Santa is. Right. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Aaron was there. Um... A couple other people that work with Carla were there, and a guy named Russ from the UK actually Russ came Thompson. all the way. No, not Russ Thompson. I don't remember Russ's okay. last name, but he does a uh, um, content creation under the name Chits and Giggles. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Russ was there. Russ, I met at UKGE. Four and, Chits and Giggles. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I met him at UKGE, and he actually got to come to PAX. Yeah. Experienced Philly for the first time. He's a big foodie, so he was in the perfect city for that. And, did he uh, run up the steps and take a picture with? Uh, oh, I don't think he did the Rocky Ryan at the museum. Yeah, I don't think he did the Rocky Ryan. 
but uh, we played You're Metallica. Not, man. I'm glad. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And I like knowing that you did it. And thank you again for the gift. <laughs> yeah, uh, we played Calico and we played one of Carla's prototypes that I will say is really, really good. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's kind of shifting. Um, she's establishing like a new brand and the Weird Giraffe Games bigger, bigger brand game? is, no, actually okay. the, quite the opposite. Smaller the opposite, games. okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's focusing on a lot of smaller games, you know, to kind of go with Explosion in the laboratory, sure. kind of build a line around that. Did you say laboratory? Yeah. You know, you've been in the UK too much. You, so I you guess say, I have. Oh, I, I love I that have. word too, yeah, by the I'm way. I'm just start saying That's how I pronounce it for fun. Swades. Swades. Yeah, but um, no, the game she had us try was really, really good. Um, I won't say too much, but uh, we'll have to we'll have to chat with her someday to is this one is this J Bell joined? Are you helping her out with it? A no, I, I I had no part in this one, okay. but it's 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 really it's really really top notch. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna look forward to that, and that's under the Weird Giraffe uh, label, or I think it's probably under after. under her other label. No, it's a uh, gosh, what is it? It's the bird one. She started as an April Fool's oh, joke. Something Phoenix, right? Uh uh-uh. uh no. So you, I think you might be thinking about Soft Phoenix, which Soft is Phoenix. which is a Saturday thing that I'm gonna get to. Okay. But, uh, yeah. right. Car- Corky Bird, Corky Bird Games is Carla's uh, wow, new sort of brand that she's working on. But uh, so Friday came around, and you know people reined in from all over the states, all over the world, um, and Steve, Steve O'Rourke, yeah, came the to Philly. Father, who should be checking in yeah. pretty soon. Have me say schedule and schedule, schedule and aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. time roller, what's up? Thank you for checking in, man. Yeah, so uh, Steve came and visited from the New York State. Uh, he got to he got to chat with me. We actually didn't play any games, but we we caught up. He he tried a lot of stuff though. He um, was with his board game group. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. From from his university, right. uh, I got to meet the, all the students. Um, you may just, be doing a write-up for us for Pax U. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some some new some new board game community members jumping into the industry. We're gonna try to get them kind of coming through. I guess maybe the same way I did. You know, start with reviews and just start creating content. It's really it's really cool to see just like fresh fresh faces coming through, and their their enthusiasm was all over all over the place. Yeah, Time Roller is a fan of uh, Cold Water's expansion. Yep, we're gonna get we're gonna get that played pretty soon. Nice, nice. So, so that was Steve yeah. on Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, Friday. No, Friday. it was Friday. Okay. Also on Friday, I got to meet someone I never thought I'd meet. Hmm. Yeah. Brian Barnes. No. No. No, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Barnes. I got to do that last week. I got to meet Rodney Smith. Oh Rodney Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch it play. Yeah. Yes. It was so funny. He was uh he was at the booth of a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Chris Matthews. He's working on a new game and age okay. contrived which is a brilliant game that has components. You would expect nothing less of someone who used to work for Panda, oh, who's now okay. breaking into the board game industry, designing okay. his own games. And Age Contrived is, I, I can't say enough about it. Kickstarter's coming next year, but everybody should check it out. Wow. And um, so Rodney was at the booth with Paula and Matthew, and I didn't recognize him under the mask. Mm. I, I'd met Paula before, but I didn't know who she was with. So... Uh, I just leaned over to Rodney and I was like, hey man, you should really check out this game. And he looked at me, he was like, Jay Bell? And I was like, you recognize yeah, you? I do. <laughs> I, I was, at that moment, I was just like, that's funny. What is happening? <laughs> so I, I freaked out 
And Paul is just standing behind him giggling. We've had the Eric Lane name droppings. Uh, now we're getting the Rodney I, Smith knows me name droppings. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, yeah. It, this weekend, I, I realized just like... How small the community is? Yeah. Or how much Jay Bell is blown up? I guess both. <laughs> both. I guess both. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a humble guy. I don't, I don't like to, you know, yeah. think too much of myself. But it's really starting to feel like, you know... Uh-huh. Jay, you've arrived. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's no other way to say it. So, yeah, Rodney uh, and I just. And you work for a major manufacturer. Yeah. It's a yeah. great job. Yeah. We chat for a little bit. Rodney's a cool guy, right? He's such a nice guy. Such By nice the guy. way, speaking of Rodney Smith, Rodney and Jamie from Secret Cabal were mm-hmm. talking up for Tessa's game, Wicked and Wise, all weekend. It's a good game. I'm telling you, I don't know if you saw the engagement. I mean, tons mm-hmm. of people sharing it and liking it. Um, I liked it when we played it, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it since that prototype version, so I don't know yeah. how much has changed. Since I actually then. got a chance to stop by the Woodruff Games booth and just check out the display that yeah. they had and some of the demos. Wicked and Wise looks really cool. Trick-taking game, if anybody's into 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 that. It's basically like spades with powers. You know, you're Special doing powers. particular like team things. Base, yeah. Team base yeah, yeah. with the dragon and, the, dragon and mouse? Mm-hmm. Lion yeah. and mouse? Dragon, dragon and mouse. Dragon and mouse yeah. You played it, right, with us? No. We tr- attempted to play it. And we we started, and you realized you didn't know the rules. I didn't know the rules. <laughs> yeah. So but you didn't did play it. At, we yeah, played no. it at Anubis. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Me, I think you, you Carlos, that. and Dave. And Dave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But no, you're right. <laughs> we yeah. started right here at the table, and then quickly I realized, okay, yeah, 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 I, don't, yeah. I don't know the rules. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And it's not that it's a hard game. It's just it's not like any other trick taker. And mm-hmm. I think that's why Jamie latched on latched onto it so well. I did say that the, our comments about it during the Kickstarter were me and Carlos and Dave were like, this is a game that demands not to play it once. You need to play mm-hmm. it to where the mechanics fall away mm-hmm. and all you're doing is focusing on your role in the uh, team mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the game explodes. So, Because yeah. the, the first time we played it, like we played it back to back and the first time we played it was working through it. The second time we played it was so much more smoother. It's like we could see the, the strategy yeah. in it. So. Yeah, so after I met uh, Rodney, I went and checked on one of our clients, uh, Debbie, over at Wise Wizards Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Debbie and Rob. Where Derek and works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just brought Derek over, and he's doing you know, a, lot of their, a lot of their management stuff. So great addition to their team. And uh, Rob actually walked up with Justin Gary from Stoneblade. Designer of Ascension. one of my favorite games. Yeah, Ascension. More Ascension. importantly, to me, he designed Shards of Infinity. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I yeah. About that. yeah. So I had another favorite game. Moment. Of yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I told him, yeah, I think I've logged over 500 plays of Shards this year, and yeah, have you I tried was... that, Adam? Uh, Shards, Shards, of Shards of Infinity. I don't no. think so. Oh, no. Man. No. It's good. It's real good. Is it a deck builder like the other? Like yeah, it's a deck builder um, where you just you know buy cards from the market. There's four factions, and you're fighting to either reduce your opponent's health or get up to thirty mastery. At which point you can play a card that does infinite damage and essentially reduces everybody's health. health I zero. played it only once, and I and I think I won. Yeah, you beat me actually. And I'm never yeah. gonna play it again. Yeah, yeah. so I'm perfect one. Well, no, <laughs> that, that, that's fair. That's fair. But you played with just the base game. I now did. I think you were definitely taking these. There's on me, three so, expansions yeah. so far. Okay. And uh, I hope they keep coming out with more content because my brother and I we play it every single time we get together. But the Ascension game, uh, Ascension, what is it called? Chronicles of the Godslayer. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That that game, it's apparently an app also, and people yeah. play it like, thou- like in the thousands of times, yeah. thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands. And play it like this. I'm in the Shards of Infinity Discord, right. but the Shards of Infinity Discord is just one channel within the Ascension 
actual Discord oh, wow. channel. Yeah. So are they all based in the same universe? No. No. no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I assume um, Wizards had what the new Star Realms, the Legacy version. Do you they know. Have that there? Because they had it at Gen Con, but it was like very early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can't say they didn't, Thank you. but they were focusing on Kapow, which is another yes, one of their games. I saw that at Gen Con, out. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were really pushing Kapow. There were some standees. Yeah. Like you could take a picture with uh, Kapow or Hero Realms. And there's a there's a picture floating around Facebook where I'm wearing like these giant Hulk gloves yeah. kind of things. And basically uh, someone took the Hulk gloves, painted them like gray and added like all these kind of, it looks like the gloves from, uh, what's the League of Legends show? Uh, the show that just came, Arcane. Arcane. So the main yeah, character, yeah, yeah. Vi, she wears right. these giant like Power metal, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what it looked like I was wearing. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was really cool, yeah. Yeah, they had that at Gen Con as well, Kapow, and also uh, they had the um, new Star, Star Wars Legacy. Legacy, yeah. But they, they just had like a, a very early version of it, mm -hmm. but Kapow looked really good. Not I, I don't love two player games, yeah. right? So, but um, it looked really interesting. It's kind of like dice manipulation. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like a dice builder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought it looked really interesting. It's just not really my type of game. Yeah, I don't usually go for two player games too much. Yeah, and Wise Wizards has kind of shifted their con presence where they don't really have a booth anymore. They still huh. like sell stuff, but they're they're more in the um in the free play area. So they they okay. got demos okay. running all day, every day, and they get to stay open later when the hall closes and keep doing demos in their area. What's the size of Pax U as composed to like a compared to like a Gen Con or an Origins? Right. Yeah. So uh definitely smaller than Gen Con. Okay. I would yeah. say probably about a third if I was just gonna go okay. off the top of my head. I haven't been to Origins yet, but um Origins is still big. The last I heard, uh, packs exploded to like ten thousand to fifteen thousand okay. people, but okay. twenty five thousand with yeah. packs. So twenty five. That's the last okay. I checked. But they were smaller this year than right. last year. Everyone's yeah. been so he might be, yeah, yeah. his numbers might be closer now. Yeah. Right? Everyone's been smaller. Yeah. Look, they didn't even fill up uh, uh, Board Game Geek. Yeah, I don't think BGG is going to fill up anymore. You know, There's some out. talk saying that PAX is not just... since they moved. 2019, they were full. As far as I know. Yeah, but think about 2017 the hotel. and how many. No, no, no. That was their first year. Was it? Dallas Proper. Okay. They have mm. not gotten over that 2,600 mark. And I, I don't okay. think they are because that 2019 was that year whenever PAX was the same week, remember? And everybody uh, was trying right, to decide yeah, between yeah, the two. Yeah. And once the vendors went to PAX that 2019 year, when you sent me the sheet, I think it was you that sent me the sheet of where you guys, maybe mm. it was you, maybe it was Carla, mm -hmm. sent me the sheet of where she was in the vendor hall. The vendor hall is huge at PAX U compared to BGG. It's filled BGG. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. BGG yeah, yeah. Con is a shell when it comes to the vendors. You don't go you to know BGG what's fun? For, yeah, BGG is for it's game about playing. playing games. Mm -hmm. It's about playing right. games. Yeah, that's why you community. go to spring. Yeah. And not fall. Exactly. Yeah. Because you go to spring, same exact library, <laughs> nobody there. So somebody right, was yeah, talking yeah. about it. I think it was Verlo was talking about it. And she was like, BJ, as much as I liked, because it was her first trip to fall, she's like, mm -hmm. I get the exact same convention in the spring, yes. only 500 people. Yep. The exact same mm -hmm. convention. Yep. Same library, same So you miss events. you miss the events, right? They don't do like the poker event. I don't even know if they do the poker event at BG anymore. They uh, did. Because yeah, they, they Monocore the usually tournament. runs it. They did the poker um, tournament this year. You don't get the poker event. You don't get the, the extra events that they do, but it's the same exact library, same exact setup. Yeah, yeah. They bring all the dexterity games, which is fun. You know, that I love fun. spring. We spend like, a lot of time. Playing. I go to spring and then I go to Gen Con. Okay. 
And December, December 15th, they'll start selling tickets for spring. It's big, for spring. It's big enough where you're only going to see that's Adam on Florida. Florida. This year. What's up? That's what I missed Florida? last year. Which one? Spring. No, it's no? in May in Dallas at the same... Well, it's, it's not the hotel. Oh, it's the Navy airport. It's Memorial Day weekend at DFW Hyatt Regency. Spring is still at the airport. I'm not a fan of that hotel. I like the Regency better, man. I, I, such a good hotel. It is recency. It, it has. You're talking about Grand. You prefer yeah. the Grand. You mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. The Grand is nice because it's literally in the airport. Right. It has its advantages. No, I don't like one of the. He doesn't like the airport. He likes. I like where we were. Towers. Okay. Good. He the one with the ball. Going everywhere. Oh, you you want you like Reunion Tower. Reunion Tower. Right. That's the end of it. Yeah. See, I oh, like I Spring think. because you never have to leave. You're just yeah. there the entire time. Uh, yeah, Hotel yeah, takes yeah. care of everything. Like that, yeah. You don't want to leave because yeah. it's a pain. Yeah. <laughs> so you just stay there the it entire is, time. It's such a pain, man. That loop yep. that you have to drive around. Yep. That's it's, why you just stay at the hotel. It's, it's, it's uh -huh. a seven-minute walk. It's, it's, just it's on the airport pro property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, not, again, <laughs> it's, it's literally in the middle of the airport. Right. The, but, the whole uh, Skylink goes around the hotel. Yeah, so it was interesting this year at PAX because there was another convention going on at the same time. And the I heard, heard about a story that. about this. It really, it really made it. It, it was disjointing because, like last year, PAX, um, they had like there was this giant atrium where you you checked in, you got your your vaccination right. badge and you, or your your wristband, and you know you got your badge for the convention. But it was completely empty this time, and it was shifted to the other side of the uh the philadelphia convention center and it's a huge huge convention center like runs three blocks and so there's skywalks and it felt like you were kind of going through this maze kind of like a dungeon crawl as you were right. trying to get to the different parts of the convention did Took you have trouble longer. getting lost like there was a lot of social a little media bit. posts about a little people bit. getting lost yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. the big question is what kind of convention it was like a baseball card conference convention right. what was going on so it was i i'm Real probably going to get the letters like wrong it was no a teacher like convention. The, the national council for social studies, studies. it was a teacher convention so it's con it wow. a teacher convention the That's... complaints i heard was that that and it wasn't a complaint per se it was that hey all of us here are vaxxed and masked mm -hmm. and this other convention is not oh, really? and so it was jarring yeah. that Walking down the same hallways, yeah. you had all these board gamers that were wearing it, was, it, it was weird. and they another like, convention not. Yeah. It just it just felt weird. Yeah. It was like a complete divide between. Two so they had yeah. something like that last year at Gen Con too, because last year at Gen Con they had to move the date, and then it coincided with the Colts game. So oh, you had. I think well, it was, it was, it was, it was only, this year. Was, was it this year? Or last because year? I what it was. because it's this usually year, in the middle game. of August right, that you have yeah. Gen Con, and this year we were like literally the eighth through the twelfth of August. So, yeah. so you got all the tailgaters so all on walking Sunday, around, while the board gamers, fans walking through the convention yeah, yeah, yeah. center, completely unmasked, yeah, not paying yeah. attention to any of the guidelines. Right. Yeah, and you know the the food truck lines were insane. <laughs> all, the, all the tailgaters, right, I guess, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, that's kind of the same. But the, it's such a weird. Like, I just don't want you to say anything. I thought you were about to say something bad about teachers. No, I don't no, mind no, no. who's downstairs. No, it was, it was. <laughs> no, no, no. I would never you say you would come up there and right. hear it. No, it was just, it was you really interesting, mostly because it was funny because their signage was also purple and Pax uses purple. Oh, really? So it was so Oh my weird. God, that would be so we were, confusing. We were just like, somebody didn't schedule this well yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah. People are accidentally walking into yeah. uh, conferences and they're yeah. like, wait a minute. This yeah, is there were tons of signs saying, this, this is, is for not Pax, this, kids. this is for this. <laughs> so this is not yeah. to get political because right. uh, that's not what the show is about. Yeah. I will tell you, at BGG Con, we didn't have to wear masks this year. Right. And I came back with a con crud, which I hadn't, hadn't come back from the last couple of years. Yeah. 
Uh, so that made me that made me think, mm-hmm. man, maybe maybe going back to hugging people, and I did. I went back to hugging people and talking mm-hmm. to people and being close. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was better the year before because I did not come back mm-hmm. with concrete. Well, but I didn't hug PJ. anybody. I didn't get close to anybody. I, I went to PAX and I don't have any concrete. No, I'm just man. saying. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm really healthy with an immune system. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but the, I think you're trying to say something about maybe your age and yeah, because <laughs> he eats so much Buddha. He's That's just right. like Buddha. Just yeah. not Buddha. I just man, I forgot how much I don't like the concrete. Yeah, man, I don't like the concrete. But speaking of um, PAX taking precautions for for its yeah. its attendees. That was the main reason one of my really good design friends, David Masnato, actually came yeah. to PAX. And let me tell David, David and I are like, we're like BFFs, like, I don't know, insert mm. old 70s duo, perf- like, like, Starsky and Hutch. There you go. There you go. There you go. Man, Iceman man. and whoever he flies and Top Gun. I don't know. But point B. Goose. Yeah, Goose. But yeah, no, anyway. you're not. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to make a reference for something I don't really understand. You're just trying to make So, well, I see. I shouldn't even say anything. Point B. Point B. Spoilers. 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 Uh, point being, David came to PAX and we met each other and it was the greatest moment that I've had in a while. And then we played this game, which is called Wait, Roommates. Wait, you've never met in person? No, this was the first time we ever oh, met in wow. person. Right? Wow, that's cool. Um, but we played this game, Roommates. It's R-O-U-X, Mates. Yep. Yeah, you and I have talked about it. Amazing game. It's like, I, I, he hasn't Ooh. signed it yet, but I I, com- like, I was like, David, this isn't a Stonemeyer game, but it's all it's like a Stonemeyer light game. You know? Okay. You get the same well, kind of feeling. Of, to, uh, to, to Jamie and Joe? I mean, maybe so. Maybe so, but so the theme is that you're you're all you all play as these roommates in an apartment, and you're sharing the space between the kitchen, like the refrigerator, the stove, the trash, and you're moving components, Wait. cooking meals and such. It's roommate, right? Like, or, or, like yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Does your mom make a room? And you have to match everybody up so that they get along. No, no, no. There no. is a game like you're that talking right about now. decorum. But yeah, decorum. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Plays re- very different. It's not cooperative. Okay. It's competitive. Okay. okay. And so you have you have cards, and the cards um, they're not double sided, but the both sides of the cards you can orient one way to do oh. an action or orient the other it's way to do an action. Cards. Yeah. So you're choosing these actions that you're doing either like getting more food or cooking food or serving your other friends that give you these special powers, so you can complete those cards to get more actions on your turn. Building up this engine, you can like eat cookies that you get from doing stuff for other people. So I could like cook for Bradley, I could cook for myself. But oh. if I cook for Bradley, I get a cookie and then I can eat the cookie. And it's not really helping Bradley because I want the cookie so that I can build my engine and do more actions. Now, can I leave my crumbs on BJ's bed? Purposefully. So you used to be able to do that actually. <laughs> but so all the, the, the goal of the game is to drive your roommate insane. <laughs> Kind of, because you're sharing the space and you don't, like, there's never enough space to do what you need unless you take the action that's going to, like, clean the kitchen or take out the trash. And these things give you points, but you it's have to, like, time like it. Sims a little bit. It's, it's such a fun game. Like, I played it probably three times this weekend. Tell them we'll play it on the stream yeah. so that we can maybe get some pub for oh, the Can uh, I suggest, and not, not having seen the game, it's very early to make the suggestion. Okay. Possibly a theme change. <laughs> oh, uh, what's 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 your new theme? The roommates thing. Uh, so I'm gonna let you play it before before you yeah, yeah, yeah. before you yeah, decide. Yeah. Wait, have up. you ever had a roommate? No. Okay. See, so this is why you don't. <laughs> he is not your target audience. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. Problem, yeah. 
He's like, couldn't you change Me and Barnes. Me by myself? Right. Or, right, right in right, the room right. with my dogs? Or? <laughs> Barnes and I are your target audience. Okay. We've had roommates. So, so yeah. yeah. Instead, instead of, you know, cooking and cleaning, you know, you go out and you kill some goblins. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do it more like... If it doesn't involve me murdering something, you know, I don't want to play. You know goblin killers have to go home and clean their dishes. No. And eat. no? We hire goblins to do that. Okay. Or we kill them. Okay. You know what the world needs now? Not a fresh roommate theme. It needs another fantasy medieval yeah. theme. Yeah, hey, well, they, they work for a reason. <laughs> no, what it needs okay. is something that we don't have a lot of. Maybe he could theme it to like a European city name. It works. You're right. Yes. And then they could just conquer Maybe the city. Maybe do some trading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. put some oh trains gosh. in it. How did we not think of this? Right. What's up, Steve? Name father checking in. There he is. Oh, I didn't even check. He is checked in. Yeah, he picked up a lot of games. He picked up, uh, was it Flame? Flamecraft? Yeah. Oh, no, did I've he pick up Flamecraft? I, I played it, it. Played it three so times. I think he did. Um, I played it three times now. No, he picked up the Emerald Flame. It's a different game. Steve, give us a list of your uh, yeah. games in the chat. I saw your pictures, but I don't remember. I know he picked up a couple of button shy games, too. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. There it is. A that Battle Crest game is fun. It's like buying uh, wing games. You just, you know. It's just true. <laughs> it's like one potato chip. I just need them all now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A cropolis. Okay, so th that is a really cool little tile there, right, Steve? Mm -hmm. If I remember right, that yeah. everybody's talking about that. Is that the one you stack them, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Plays in like 30 or 40 minutes. That looks right up my alley. Light in the Mist was the other game I was thinking of that he picked up. Light in the Mist. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Emerald Flame and Light in the Mist. And a bunch of button shy games. Mm -hmm. By the way, you need to play the Battle Crest game. That's fun. Fun little two player skirmish game. I don't mm -hmm. like two player games. Oh, well, then we're not going to play it. You're not going to play it again. No, yeah. probably not. Yeah. If it's there, Rove then that was and Skulls. Oh, Skulls of Sadlik, which I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. That's the same designer as uh, the Battlecrest game. So okay. I'm anxious about playing nice, that. Nice, so. nice. Uh, some of the games I picked up, um, the one we're going to play here, Chiseled, which mm -hmm. is from Copperfrog Games. They also mm -hmm. did Pigment. Uh, I think Bradley played Pigment with us a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that yeah. one? It was a three-player worker placement game about creating art. We played it at the old uh, game store before we went to Anubis, that, that game store. Hey, we got a first-time chatter, the official Rogue Cry. Uh, thanks for checking in. Thanks for stopping by. Roguery, maybe. Roguery? Oh, okay. Is that a C or O? Yeah, we may have to delete that. Yep. Yeah? <laughs> we don't do Doge. It's an advertisement. Uh, we don't do Doge yeah. coming here. Well, yeah. Thanks, thanks for dropping in. Then you're not going to stay and for long. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. But. Oh, the Clyde's back. Clyde, man. You know you hit it big when the Doge advertisement started. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the power of Jay. All five yeah. viewers. They're trying, trying to get their hooks in. That's right. Yeah. Look, that's right. Beach, if you want to go ban them, I'll. I'll go ahead and continue. Uh, he doesn't so, want to do that. I know. I, I'm he's going to end up turning the stream off. Four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the stream suddenly dies. You know what happened. Hours later. Yeah. So we're going to get to play Chiseled. Um, I stopped over at the uh, Copper Frog Games booth, and I got to meet uh, the designer, the, the owner of the company. And what sucks is I don't totally remember his name. I could probably Jay. look on the box behind me. Uh, no, because it's not on the box. Look at that. Be on a limb without... He's the designer and the owner of the company? Of the sign. I think so. There's a trash Michael Epstein. Yeah, Michael Epstein. There you go. Yeah, I got to meet Michael. I just knew that. And he's going to see this and yeah. be like, that guy. I just totally knew that. Name. Pulled it. I didn't look on the back <laughs> of the rule book or anything. Yeah, yeah. But the game, 
I love. I'm, but I'm I, an art look, student. I see editing, and it does not say J Bell. That's that's true. That's a misprint. Nothing to do with this that's project. A Come on, Jay. You got to get in, man. <laughs> we did. A, you got to be in it to win it. We did a dice tower video for uh, Pigment. And Pigment was a fun little three-person okay. worker placement game. Mm. I didn't think it had enough meat on his bones, mm -hmm. but I am curious about Chiseled, so I want you to teach that one. Yeah, Chiseled has no meat. It's all Those marble. Games. I like it. <laughs> um, I also got to see a demo of um, another game that I'm, I'm going to bring by on Saturday uh, for for the for the birthday Ooh. the birthday celebration. The big it's, birthday stream. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Catastrophe, mm. a game of nine lives. Sounds like a that one I've game. heard of, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's it's from the publisher, the original Sasquatch. Okay. Uh, this is the first. I've never heard of this, or it's a meme that Carlos has shared at one point because it has a cat in it. So so here's the thing. I went up to this booth with uh, Brent, our our North America team manager, and as the the demo and the pitch went on, I fell in love more and more really? with the game. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is like because a of the pun? well. Because of all the puns in the game. So this game has probably the best art I've seen in a while. Like oh, you, wow. you got these power cats and they're, they're puns and spins of Darth Vader, Yoda, mm. Indiana Jones, Black Panther, Miss Marvel. You'll like, mess with Disney, man. Man, like these, and the cats look amazing. Mm. Like perfect. The, the art in this game is absolutely stunning. But the gameplay, the gameplay is just as good. So we start at the top of this cat tree, right? appropriate and there's nine levels on the cat tree you start at the top nine levels nine lives every time you lose a life you go down on the cat tree mm -hmm. at the bottom of the cat tree there's the grim reaper it's an oh. evil cat that is climbing up the cat tree to take your lives okay and if you end up on the same spot as the grim reaper you're dead you're out of the game last cat surviving wins and so the gameplay is simply, I play a card, it says Bradley has to, you know, do this thing or he's going to lose a life. Bradley okay. tries to do the thing, some of it's rolling dice. If you don't roll the dice that you need, you can spend a ball of yarn to re-roll. And then you get the dice you need. BJ, your, your favorite thing, dice rolling. Yeah. More dice rolling. Yeah. What, what is Topher saying? I don't know. He's Topher is saying, are there... A Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Oh, on the tower. No, but there is a prince... It's Princess Aurora, mm -hmm. and so there it's the go. cat. It's the girl mm -hmm. from Sleeping Beauty. Like I like what I'm hearing. Uh, of course <laughs> you. Of course so you do. Cat puns in this game, but uh, what I really liked about the game is that you can really like throw some take that at each other. But after each round, you play like a Mario Party style mini game. Oh, okay. Like the one we did, you had to stack the yarn balls, and whoever makes the stack of yarn balls okay. fall over. Okay. It was like the, the dexterity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bradley's looking at me like he wants to say something, but <laughs> clearly because there's no goblins in this game, you're not hiring it's or not, killing them. I don't understand how I'm criticized for murdering goblins, and you're totally okay with killing cats. <laughs> right. Listen, These cats are dying in this they game. They have nine lives. They're dying, though. <laughs> They're getting chased by the <laughs> reaper. Yes, Steve. And somehow I'm, I'm the bad guy. So... We, we are officially naming that uh, the new contribution from PaxU that we're going to hopefully post up pretty soon uh -huh. will be from the Gumbo Guild at the his Gumbo university. Guild. I like it. It's the going, Gumbo Guild. It's going. And then I, I want Carlos to do a shirt for me, and it's going to have my face in like a silhouette with a smile, and it's going to say, Gumbo is life. I thought you were going a completely different direction. Are you I thought drunk tonight. <laughs> I thought he was going to say his face is going to be in like the Zordon pod, and right. Steve's students are going to be the Power Rangers. <laughs> Gumbo is life. Gumbo yeah. is life. 
So there's Catastrophe, a game of nine <clears throat> lives that we're going to play. I also picked up um, an RPG that is very well-renowned, uh, Zhangxi, that Blood in the Banquet Hall by Banana Chan and Sin okay. Fung Lim. Uh, so that's an RPG that... Oh, Bradley, mm. you like RPGs. Maybe. There's no goblins. Um, There's zombies. I'm, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I'm zombies? Yeah. Barnes is into that. I'm at the door looking inside. See what's okay. going on. Okay. There's this food being cooked and zombies being killed. Um, Sarah McLaughlin can be the <laughs> That's what you in the cooking game. I don't know. You cooking for the cat game. You cooking for zombies? Game? Is Sarah McLaughlin yeah. a cat fan? I don't, I don't know the, the pop reference. Oh, there. I don't know Sarah McLaughlin. She's doing all the late night. Oh, I'm, I, I feel so bad for myself because I'm not saving all the cats and dogs in the world. Oh, oh. I don't know TV, so. Yeah, okay. This guy's on it. Adam's on it. <clears throat> Adam is definitely on it. Danny Rosa. So at least Steve picked up the reference. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Gumboy's life. I'm going to do that. Is that a karate kid? No, it's a Ted Lasso. Oh, so. Daniel LaRusso's. It's a, it's a Ted, <laughs> Ted Lasso. Nobody cares. So. All right, Only so that is care. Saturday, and you stayed one more day? Yeah, that? there's honestly, there's so much stuff that happened that we right, can talk big about. Big game. The, what's your the best game you played at PAX? Best game I played Red at PAX. Hmm. I played so many unpublished games, but yeah. the published game that I really loved was Fit to Print. Okay, I almost yeah. backed that. Two yeah. days left on the Kickstarter, by the way. Man, and I'm about but to pull the trigger. The only thing is that the real-time aspect. That, that's it's, where it's I was. It's not as bad sure. as you think. Okay. It's not as bad as you think. I mean, it's, it's four minutes. Three rounds of four minutes. I, I like the way Galaxy minutes. Trucker handles it. That is fun. It's a short thing, and then yeah. you throw it don't, together. Don't don't bring up Galaxy Trucker, Jay. Will leave. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. So we play. Back to fit to print. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this in this game, you are in a newsroom, right? Newsletter creating newspaper, and there are all these tiles that are face down. There are ads, there's articles, and there's pictures. You want to put them in this designated sort of square for Friday, and then Saturday's a little bigger, and Sunday's even bigger. Yep. So you play three rounds, and you're trying to first take the tile, flip it over, see if you want to keep it. If you want to keep it, you throw it on your news desk, right? Everybody's got this little cardboard uh, constructible news desk. If you don't want it, you put it back in the center face up, so then other players have an easier chance to take it. But you're stacking all these different things based on what you want, because you start with... Um, like a main article that tells you you're going to get a couple extra points if you take a certain thing. Gotcha. So you're looking for particular things that will, one, fit onto your newsletter, but then also fill out that objective to get some extra points. So once you do that, you yell layout. That means you can't take any more tiles, but you can start moving the ones from your desk onto your newspaper, organizing it however you feel is best. And other players are still doing their thing. They don't. They don't have to like do the same thing as you within that four minute time period. But once you have all of your things set how you want them, you yell print and you take a token, you get some extra points, clock's running down for the other people. So it's, it's real time, but you have four minutes to do as you please at right. your own pace, right? Um, the scoring for it is really, really interesting though because you have to balance good news and bad news because you want, you want your newspaper to give the good feels but also sometimes give the bad feels. Uh, the pictures score based on what's around them, and the ads are really interesting because the ads don't give you points unless you have a special power, but whoever has the least amount of ad revenue doesn't score at the end of the game. So you got to think about it in the back of your head like, I don't want to be last, I don't need to be first though. Yeah, it's the whole QE thing again. We just don't pound the last person. I think Carlos was looking at that one. 
um, I don't know if he backed it, but you know, Carlos worked for a newspaper. I mean, he does the same thing you do. He does graphic layout and design. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm pretty certain he was looking at that one. I don't think he backed it, but it was one he was looking at pretty hard. Three days left. Yeah, what I really like about the game is it comes with a bunch of different modes. <clears throat> one that doesn't include the real-time element, so BJ doesn't have to stress out. Another one that actually puts players on teams. And one player is looking at the ads, throwing them on the desk. The other player is literally dexterity lifting the desk, bringing it over oh, to another player, okay. and sliding it onto their board. And then it's that player's job to set up the newspaper. If the, if the real time is in short bursts, like Steam Park or, or a Galaxy Trucker, I'm mm -hmm. okay with that. If the yeah. whole game is about, you know, right. about a timer. Like Pendulum. Like Pendulum. Yeah. Mm. The Pendulum was mm. interesting the first time I played it. The, Without the timer, the second really time me and you played it, the second right. time with no timer, it was not interesting at all. Yeah. And then the third time I played it, and the fourth time, I played it with J uh, Jared twice. Mm. And then by the second time, we were like, this is... Can't do it. That's the thing. A lot, of, a lot of the games that are real-time based... Like they're like, oh, here's the rule to, to not make it real time, but then it you lose yeah. so much from the. You, game. Do you remember yeah. our second play? We yeah. we tried it without the timer. Just I've to never see. played it with the timer. We oh, did really the, the did first we? half of the game. We played with the timer. Okay. We didn't and we didn't like it. Yeah. So we tried it without the timer, and it's the just game dropped. itself was too yeah. too dry. Mm -hmm. When, I, when I learned the rules, it, we 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 <clears> did it without the timer. Everyone stepping through right. the rules, and then finally we put in the timers and. Basically, the game is you do everything you need, and you just sit there and you watch the timer go down until you can start doing your stuff. <laughs> right. it's, and it's that's the game. That sometimes. I could I could understand actually why people would like Pendulum, but after the first play, it just it got less and less interesting to me, which is not what I want. Well, for the game. I mean, like nieces and nephews love real time games. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's one of their favorite games. Anything that's um, tactile. Yeah. Uh, so you can, you build things or anything with a real time element they absolutely like, love. But for me, it's just it's my brain goes in seventy five different directions yeah, and yeah. I just it like short circuits. Yeah. So real time anything doesn't really work for me. Yeah. So there's two more games that I'll bring up, both not yet published. Um, the first is Crop Circle Champions. This is coming from Jellyfish Games, the oh. same designers as Vamp on the Batwalk. Yes. Right. So uh, that's where I've heard it. Cody, Cody is up in Seattle with uh, that community, you know, Emma Larkins, Randy right. Flynn, uh, and the Flat Out team, right? And it's it's great because this game is essentially Cascadia-like, right? It's the introduction Cascadia that you you play with your, your nieces, your nephews, your grandbugs, and get them sort of introduced to that hexagonal system building where mm. you're, you know, you, you have this long-term plan to hit these goals and... It has a nice little theme of you're just making crop circles. You're collecting this little alien UFO tokens that you're dropping on top of it. What's interesting is on your turn, you can score two different goals and you don't have to. So you can build out your crop circle area the way you kind of want throughout each turn. And then you kind of chain them together to get, you know, 12 points in one turn. And then some of your tiles are sort of blocked off from scoring again. But then you already have a couple other ones set up. It's really nice coming to Kickstarter sometime next year. I like the sound of it. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And the last game that I got to play that was unpublished was from Clarence uh, Simpson, designer of, designer of The Wolves. Oh, The Wolves, right. Uh, Another area control game or something different? Yeah, it's an area control game. It's an area control party game. Oh, 
Goblins? Yeah. Goblin party? There's, well, there, there might be goblins in this one. <laughs> there might be goblins in this one. So this game is called All the Things currently. It's currently called All the Things. All the things. I think the game should be called The Phoenix is Soft because... I don't know what that joke is. <laughs> I'm going to explain the joke. So in this game, you have a grid of 16 cards and you're on teams. It's a team-based party game. Um, so let's say Bradley and I were on teams and one of the cards said, or the 16 cards said, things that are hot. Things that have wings, things that start with the P, things in your house, things that are imaginary, things that give birth, things that are metal, things that are heavy. $25,000 pyramid, right? Something like that. So what you're doing is on your turn, you name something and you want that thing to apply to as many of the 16 cards in it's this like reverse grid. code names? It's, it's, in, it's sort of like code names. Okay, reverse code But name. you're trying to control... So I, I chose the word Phoenix. Okay. And I said, a Phoenix has wings. And I put one of my cubes on that card. I said, a Phoenix is hot. Put one of my cubes on that card. And I said, a Phoenix is soft. And then at that point, the debate ensues. Because the other team can challenge the word that you, you know, the thing since you said. They know that you picked Phoenix? Yeah, so you, you say this. Okay. Yeah, you say this. Okay. You say these things and basically say, like, your statement is justified and, you know, Phoenix has, has wings. A Phoenix okay. yeah. is on fire. But they didn't agree that a Phoenix is soft. And so you get some time to debate whether or not the Phoenix is soft or the statement is valid. Have right? you ever met a soft Phoenix in your entire life? Why well, wouldn't the Phoenix be soft? imaginary, but, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are legendary, right? Legendary. Have you met a, a I've phoenix? never met one, right? So, so, and here's the thing. There's only one phoenix because it always comes back to life. Right. But what, what I didn't have on my team is someone who is very uh, knowledgeable about birds. Oh. Okay. Later, I, I, I found out from our resident expert about birds on the panda birds team. Birds are soft. For the yeah. Most part, right? And a phoenix is not always on fire. It's born from fire. You, you seem like you put a lot of thought <laughs> so, after the fact. That's, that's, so that was the game, right? That you're was, staying up right. at night trying to come up with ways I could totally explain why a bird is so How long was your turn? Right. So you, you game, get like 30 right? seconds to debate whether or not your statement is valid, and then everyone votes. If you if the vote ties or you lose, you get like a penalty in this, you know, the next person's, the next team's turn. And then they tried to convince me that a pillow is smooth. And I was no. like, it's not hmm. smooth. No. See, see, not all pillows are smooth. And you want to do like the most in the majority of the time. In it. Lots of pillows it's... are smooth, but not every pillow is smooth, right? So that, that's the game. And, and essentially, you're trying to get three kind of tic-tac-toe style. You can diagonal, horizontal, vertical. And you don't gain control of the area unless you hit the same area twice. So when I said a phoenix is on fire, we got that, you know, we got that point. But you have to hit it again. Think like how Cat in the Box works, where you're playing Cat in the Box to score points on the bet that you're doing the trick-taking. But the real goal of the game is to get the area control with the little markers. You didn't call this semantics the game. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Pillows are not smooth, and phoenixes are not solved. Phoenixes. Right. So green team wins. That's a game you and I are going to play for your Mm -hmm. birthday. These two guys, I'm not sure. All right, I've played green team wins. I I crushed that green team wins. Yeah, that's such a great game. He's played green team wins, and you didn't know you haven't. I have not played that game yeah. at all. So the game he describes is right. is one of those games with green team wins. Although on green team wins, you actually don't know what the word is. Everybody's yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. So I was going to say it sounds yeah. like a game I'm familiar with uh, that I own called Concept. 
Yeah, yeah, which is, yeah. yeah. I can yeah, understand yeah. where it'd be like yeah, concept, yeah, but, yeah. but more of an improv version. Yeah, of, of yeah, and novels. that's what I told Clarence. I was like, I the minute he started explaining the game, I was like, I'm gonna like this game mm-hmm. because I've done improv games where you're trying to do this sort of same thing. It's called yeah. Thunderdome, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited to see that one come out just because most I was party games. It's like the yes, but thing with improv because it's like the the, oh, the Phoenix is yeah, yeah, yeah. is hot. Yes, but it's yeah, also yeah yeah. Smooth, yes, uh-huh. but it's also blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, but I found it so interesting that like most party games, you focus on the party part and you don't really worry about the score. Like that's not the reason you play the game. But I, I felt like in this game, the scoring is what drives you to actually make the party. Like based on where you're trying to hit, you're gonna say certain things, you're gonna choose certain words that then engages. And that brings up a good topic though: is the best party games. Mm-hmm. Aren't they the ones where the score doesn't matter at the end of the game? Like in just one, does it really matter what you score? Right. Or is it the fact that you right, fail? Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. Normally, normally it's about the experience, right? Yeah. We, we do Time's Up at BGG, like right. like 2 a.m. or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was just great. One time we played Time's Up and the guys <laughs> were so weird about the way I was doing it. That they just pointed to me and they said, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you get to that meta moment. Whatever it was I was trying to do, they were like, "Okay, it's definitely, it's definitely him." Just point to him. You get to that meta moment in Times Up where you're literally just pointing at somebody or a spot on the floor because that's where they were standing right. when they said something. You know, and right. that's where it becomes oh, so. God. Steve like said that. the Phoenix is soft when it's in ashes, <laughs> or this game should be called Fruitless Fights with Friends. Fruitless Fights with Friends. Yeah, yeah. How fights to lose, with friends. How to lose friends and alienate people. <laughs> You got the wrong Very friends good. then, man. The opposite really the of the old Carnegie. Yeah. 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 I like to just cut it to fights with friends. That might be a uh, that might be a good mm-hmm. one. Is that that's your uh, that's your that that's PAX? the majority of it. To sum it up simply, PAX, I play tons of unpublished games that that are really 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 good. Um, that we should see over the next year or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met up with tons and tons of people that I either only met on the internet and got to meet for the first time or people that I, you know, never thought I would meet. And it's just getting better and better. I, it's my favorite con just because of that. You know, I love meeting up my friends. So, you know, I, I finally met Berla in person at yeah. Con, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, that's what I was thinking about as you were talking. I was thinking how even though that was the first time I've ever met Berla in person, it didn't feel like that the whole week. It mm-hmm. felt like you know, like we've known each other forever because mm-hmm. we've done so many things with Gumbo Live and everything yeah. else on, on the, the chat. The ambassador, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Board game ambassador. The ambassador. Right. All right, so that's Jay Bell's wrap up of yeah. PAX Unplugged for this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.